Well, praise the Lord, everyone. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord again this morning. Amen. Amen for a lovely day, amen, that God has made. I know it's raining, but that's why the scriptures tell us as the snow and the rain come down from heaven and water the earth and return not thither, amen. So shall God's word be which goeth forth out of its mouth, it shall not return unto him Lord, amen. Praise God. What a glorious day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there this morning. We pray that your day is blessed. Amen. I know it will be because God is with you as I speak right now. So I pray that you will be encouraged throughout this day, that you will cast your cares upon the Lord because he cared before you. So happy Mother's Day on the 10th day of May. <laughs> Amen. I should sing a old song. Happy Mother's Day on the 10th day of May. <laughs> Praise God. Bless you folks out there this morning. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith, amen, who for the joy, amen, endure the cross and despise the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We there, You know, there's something sitting before us. Amen. There's a challenge that is before us. Uh, amen. The coronavirus seems to be a challenge to so many. But I come to tell you today, we need to lay that thing aside. Uh, and we need to look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. He goes before us uh, to make the way straight. Praise God. And I find in God's word that no matter what I face in life, he's greater than all my problems. He's greater than all my fears. He's greater than anything that I can and cannot see. Praise God. The Psalms just tell me in Psalms 89, verse 1 and 2, he says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever, and with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness uh, to all generations. Uh, for I have said that mercy shall be built up forever, thy faithfulness shall thou establish in the very heavens. Praise God. So he says, mercy is built up forever. And you remember what David says in Psalms 23, 6? He says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And Jeremiah was says in Lamentation 3.22, it is of the Lord's mercies uh, that we're not consumed uh, because his compassions fail not. Uh, they're renewed uh, every morning. Great uh, is uh, thy faithfulness. Uh, God is faithful. God will be with you all the way. Yeah. 
to the end. He did not bring you out to lead you. He brought you out to carry you in. Sometimes there's going to be storms in life. Sometimes there's going to be things we face in life. Uh, but I got exceeding precious promises uh, that God is faithful. His mercies will endure to all generations, even unto the ends of the earth. Amen. This morning. And I want to encourage you. Don't lose hope. Uh, don't lose your faith in God. Uh, amen. Stand firm. Stand fast on God's word. Uh, because my Bible tells me that he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just uh, has got to live by faith. Uh, but if any man draw back, uh, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. For we are not of them that draw back to prediction, uh, but we are them that believe to the saving uh, of the soul. Now faith uh, is the substance of things hoped. For it is the evidence uh, of things uh, not seen. Uh, praise God. I'm glad that I know the one uh, that is able to calm the sea. I know that I know the one uh, which is able to speak uh, the word of comfort uh, and the word uh, of deliverance. Uh, praise God. I am so glad that I have a friend like none other. His name is Jesus. And he's a friend that will stick closer than a brother. Praise God. Amen. The old songwriter wrote that song. Amen. What a friend. We have in Jesus. So right where you are this morning, in your house, uh, forget about everything that's going on. Forget about everything you've been facing. Amen. Every pain, uh, everything that's coming against you right now, every uncertainty, everything that is trying to hinder your faith, uh, everything that's trying to bind you in, uh, everything that's trying to bind you, everything that's trying to prevent you from serving God. God and loving God and believing in God, uh, I want to encourage you this morning, sing this song with me. If you've got one of the old hymnals, uh, we're on page 45 this morning. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not care. Everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptation? Is there troubles anywhere? We 
should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. We weak and heavy laden, covered with the load of care. Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise for thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee, thy will find a solace there. God, I thank you this morning, Lord, that you are a friend that stick closer than a brother. I am so thankful, Lord God, for your loving kindness and tender mercies this morning, Jesus. I am thankful, Lord, that I know in whom I have believed, uh, and I am persuaded that you're able to keep that uh, which I have committed to you against that day. Praise God. I pray this morning, amen, that you will find that Jesus is a friend like none other. He is a friend that stick it closer than a brother, amen, and he do love us more than anything, amen, and we can trust him and we can believe in him amen because he is truly a good good god to all of us amen well we want to get right into our discipleship lesson this morning amen if you're joining with us we're coming from first john this morning we're in the fourth chapter started the fourth chapter of john last week amen and i'll read a little bit down through today Amen. Starting again with verse 1, and I'm going to read down through verse 4 uh, this morning. We'll see. Now, I'm going to read all the way to verse 6. I'm going to read all the way to verse 6. Amen. And that way uh, we can have it already read, and we may come back a little bit and touch on it. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know we the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of the Antichrist, 
where have you have heard that it should come and even now already is in the world. Verse 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Amen. So we see here that John, once again, is trying to enlighten us. He's calling our attention again to the false prophets, and he's trying to help us to navigate this ship through waters, amen, and to get us to see how to be able to identify those false prophets so that we can avoid those false prophets and false teachers. He tell us that we need to try the spirits, amen, to see if they are God. He says if they don't confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, they are not of God. But he goes on and tell us in verse 4, he says, But you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Jesus Christ is the greatest uh, of everything. Amen. Back in the third chapter, we saw he told us that if our heart condemned us, that God is greater than our hearts. Uh, that's why Paul said there's no condemnation in Romans 8, 1, to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walks not after the flesh, but after the spirit, for the law of the spirit of life, and Christ has made us free from the laws of sin and death. Amen. So we should not be condemning ourselves. Greater is he. God is greater than anything I go through. Everything I face in my life, God is so much greater. And, and he's able to deliver. He's able to set you free. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask. Or think, amen. So we have to realize who we are. This is what he's trying to get us to see. This is what they're trying to get. When you look at the New Testament writings, uh, this is what the authors are trying to get you and I to see. And every born-again believer to see is who we are in Jesus Christ. They're trying to get us to the point that we realize that there's no one greater than God. There's nothing that you're facing in life that God cannot deliver from and God cannot help you get through because he's the one that created all things. Amen. And he's able to help us. Uh, he won't leave us. He won't forsake us. So John is trying to get us to see is, look, don't trust in false uh, teachers and false prophets and don't people come and talk in things that doesn't make sense. Uh, Paul tells Timothy in First Timothy, he said these things just gender to more strife. Hey, amen. You get into more arguments and stuff when you don't stand on the truth of God's word. Amen. You've got to study, as Paul told Timothy and Second Timothy 2.15, to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You belong to God. Amen. You was born again. The Bible says, uh, for as many as them has put on baptized in Christ, in Galatians 3, you have put on Christ. Uh, there's neither Jew nor Greek. Uh, there's neither bond nor free, for you're all one in Christ. Uh, and if you be Christ's, uh, 
Then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs according to the promises. Amen. Galatians 3, 26 through 29. You are the heirs to God's promise. What is God's promise? The Bible tells you in Hebrews 6, uh, when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he says, surely blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. And so after he patiently endured, he received the promise. The same promises that God made to Abraham, amen, he has made to you and I. Praise God. When you study the Scriptures, you even see that Paul makes mention about Jacob being blessed when he wasn't even born. You know? So just think about that. And the reason being is because God's promises doesn't change. Amen. See, when we follow the, the road map, when we follow what God has said, no matter what generations come, the promises of God are yea and amen. Praise God. So you can take this to the bank. You're of God. And if I belong to God, what am I worrying about? Nothing. Fret not, little flock, is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. So we have to realize, John says, you're of God. And notice, you have overcome the world. Amen. See, you, you've overcome the world. You, you've already seen that the world was not rewarding you anything good. So as a result, this is why you, when you came, Paul says, Amen. After you heard the words of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the possession shall come. Amen. So you got to understand, we heard faith comes by hearing, and it comes by hearing the Word of God. You see, when we heard the Word of God, when we was in the world, when we were yet sinners, uh, we was, Christ had already died for us, we was not aware of it, uh, but after we heard the gospel of His salvation, we believed, uh, we repented of our sins, uh, we was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins sins, uh, and God filled us with the Spirit, uh, and we became sons of God. We've already overcome the world. So now all we have to do is continue to live according to the Word of God. You have God, little children, and you've overcome the world. See, the Bible tells me in Revelations 12, 11, that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimonies, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Notice, they overcame by the blood. Amen. When you are baptized in Jesus' name, the blood is applied. Amen. And the word of your testimony Amen. Your life reflects uh, what is transpired inside of you. 
Praise God. Your testimony, you should be able to tell everybody that you come in contact with where you were in the world and how God has brought you out uh, through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. You overcome this world. Amen. Praise God. And you see, let let me say this here. How do people see that you've changed? They see that you have changed by your character. Yeah. It, it is, it's all about your character. Amen. You don't overcome the world by not doing things. And, and this is important that you don't do certain things. But you overcome the world by your character. Amen. People don't care. Amen. They don't see you being a Christian by how you look uh, from the outside. Amen. And these things are so important. Do not get me wrong. But they see that you are a Christian by your character. Amen. And by your reputation that you set uh, and the earth, amen. You see, your character is your moral and ethical way of living. It's showing if you're honest. It's showing if you have integrity. It shows by your courage, amen, to take a stand for right against wrong, amen. It stands a result of your character will be a reflection of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. John says that you are of God and they that are of God hear us. Amen. (laughs) Do you hear what God is saying? The Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. When you read the book of Revelation, chapters 2 and chapter 3, where God addresses all seven churches, the last verse and every one of them, to every all seven churches, he says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Amen. We have got to listen to what God is saying to us. And John 10, amen, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, uh, and I lay down my life for the sheep, uh, and another they will not follow, because why? They know his voice. So when God is speaking, the sheep better hear, amen, and not keep following and going the wrong way. We've got to continue to follow the words of God. We've got to continue to live according to what God says if we're going to continue to be overcomers and have a testimony of what God has done for me. Praise God. We've got to live according to his word. So John says, little children, you've overcome the world. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out as I'm teaching this lesson, why is so many Christians struggling with the world? Why are, why are we struggling? Why are so many struggling with the things of this world? I've heard Christians, so-called Christians say to me all the time, oh, this is it's so hard to be a Christian. 
oh, uh, uh, I don't think you have to do all that to be a Christian. Where is your character? That's what it boils down to. Are, are you trying to please the people of the world? Or are you trying to please God? See, this is what happened in Jesus' days. See, people was afraid of getting kicked out of the church. Amen. If they believed in Jesus. See, because the, 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 the Sadducees and Pharisees had already put out the law that if anybody believed in Jesus, they was going to kick them out of the church. So a lot of people that didn't want to confess him because they loved the praises of man, the Bible says, more than the praises of God. Amen. Where are you standing today under the sound of my voice? Are you concerned about what man thinks of you? Or are you more concerned with what God thinks of you? Amen. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You are God, little children. And if you've overcome the world, you have no business struggling with the world. You have, should have no problem with the world's ways and the, what they're doing because this world is not your home you're just passing through amen you're going to a better city i'm like abraham i'm like moses i'm like the others uh, prophets of old i'm looking for that city which has foundation whose builder and maker is god and jesus says in john 8:31 if you continue in my word then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you know the truth, if you know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, then you should be overcome. Amen. And your walk with God. You are overcomers. Amen. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. Praise God. We've Got to live what we say that we are. You shouldn't struggle with the world. Praise God. <laughs> He's greater than anything that you face in your life. Amen. You've got to hold true to the things of God. If you're going to be overcomer, because if you're a wishy-washer, as James says, you're going to be double-minded. Double thinking is, is going to cause you to lose. That's the problem in the church today. we got too many double thinkers. Amen. You've got to set your mind on the truth, and you've got to stay with the truth. Praise God. You've got to hold to God's unchanging hands. You've got to build your hopes on things eternal. Praise God. So Jesus says in John 10, my sheep know my voice. And so John is saying to us here, amen, we are God. And he that knoweth God heareth us. You see, because God chose them and he commissioned them and he gave them power Amen. To go forth and to preach the word of God. So we have to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so in order to be an overcomer, there's three things or two things. First of all, we've got to have. And one is spiritual knowledge and the other is spiritual hearing. 
you've got to have spiritual knowledge and spiritual hearing. That's why Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing, and it comes by hearing the word of God. So we've got to have ears to hear, so that when God speaks, we can hear what he's saying to us, the church. Amen. So if your ears are dull, if your ears are stopped up to where you can't hear what God is saying, then you might need to stop and consider what are you listening to. How much junk are you letting go into your head that's causing you to have troubled minds? Most of the people that I know that can't sleep at night, that has trouble sleeping, is because of what they're letting go in during the day. You know, they're, they're letting so much junk get in throughout the day that then at night all they're doing is tossing and turning. Say, my Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. Amen. You have to have a filter to be able to filter out things. You've got to have, uh, a, a intestinal fortitude. You've got to know when to turn it off, and to when to let it go. Amen. You can't just keep listening to everything that is coming across the airways. Because if you do, it's going to trouble you. It's going to cause you to lose focus. And that's what the enemy's gold is. If you ever read my book, amen, if God be for us, who can be against us, there's a section in there that is called Satan's Convention. And Satan had a convention, and he told all his demonic forces to pound the airways 24 hours a day, keep the news going, fill the mailbox with junk mail and everything, amen, clutter their minds, let them become troubled, let their minds be inundated with news and junk. 24 hours a day. And that's where we are. Amen. In this world in which we live. Amen. The world is pounding your minds 24 hours a day with junk. And people are getting upset because they open cell phones and they're getting all kinds of spams and they're getting all kinds of junk that is constantly coming in and they're becoming troubled with all this stuff and their their attitudes towards people are starting to change because this is what the enemy of your soul wants. I say it's time that you set it down, you get to the word of God, you get a prayer life going, you build yourself up over your most holy faith. You cling to the old rugged cross. You sing the songs of old. You stay in God's love and His power, beloved, because you're overcomer of the world. The world is going to do the foolish things that they're doing, but don't you take on the ways of the world. Don't you start and let the world inundate your mind and heart with all this foolishness that is going on. Praise God. You're in control. Don't let it affect your character. See, you've got to have spiritual knowledge to stay 
an overcomer. The Bible tells me in Proverbs 1-7 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Amen. Notice the fear, the respect, the reverences of God is the beginning of knowledge. Paul right into the church at Corinth and the 10th chapter, amen, of the first, I mean, the first Corinthians chapter 10, he says, amen, I would not that you should be ignorant, brethren, how all our fathers was under the cloud and all passed through the sea and was all baptized by Moses and the cloud and the sea. Notice, amen, get with me this morning. Let me let you get there for a second. Chapter 10, amen, First Corinthians chapter 10. I'm sorry if I got to going too fast. I get excited about the word of Amen. He says, moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all was baptized into Moses and the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Amen. God was there with them all alone. Amen. He was with them from the time he brought them out. They had a promise. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. They overcame the world because God brought them out. And Paul goes on, verse 5, but with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our example to the intent that we should not lust after evil things uh, as they lusted, uh, neither be idolaters as some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and to drink, uh, and they rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day 23,000. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of the serpent. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and was destroyed of the destroyer. Watch verse 11. Now all these things happen unto them for an example and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world is come. Amen. Wherefore, let him that think he stand, take heed, let us see fall. There has no temptation taken you but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Amen. Notice here, they had Christ with them. Amen. And notice what Paul is saying to the church. Amen. He says that, but with many of them, God was not well pleased because they did not obey what God was saying, what his word was being given. Amen. They did not have the knowledge of God. Amen. They did not obey the knowledge of God. And Paul said these things were examples for us so that we do not do the same thing 
that they did because we are overcomers. That's what Paul says to the church at Galatia in the third chapter. He says, oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Amen. That you should obey, not obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified of you. This only what I learn of you. Receive you the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? Come on. You got the Holy Ghost. You gave your life to Jesus. So why are you still acting like you were in the world? Why are you still living like you were in the world? You are supposed to be living and acting as the child of God. Amen. Jesus says you need to let your light shine so that men would see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You've got to start living according to the Word of God. And this is what John is saying to you and I. Beloved, he says, them that are Christ, hears us. Amen. You've got to listen to the instructions from the Word of God. Amen. You've got to have knowledge. You need spiritual knowledge uh, to be able to live your life. Notice, amen, in Proverbs chapter 2, starting with verse uh, number 10. Proverbs 2, verse uh, 10. Proverbs 2, verse 10. Notice what Solomon says here. When wisdom entered into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, distression will preserve thee, and understanding will keep thee. You've got to get wisdom into your soul. You've got to get wisdom into your heart and into your mind. Amen. And you've got to have knowledge of what you're doing and the reason you're doing. Amen. He says, if wisdom entered and knowledge is pleasant, he says, discretion will keep you and understanding will guide you or preserve you. See, you've got to understand here what he's trying to help us with. You need some discernment uh, so that you don't make wrong choices. Uh, You need discernment uh, so you can understand right from wrong. Amen. Because you need to have the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding of God. Uh, Proverbs 23, 23 tells you, buy the truth uh, and sell it not. Uh, Also, knowledge. uh, Amen. Wisdom, instruction, and understanding. You've got to get these things in to your life. Uh, you need knowledge uh, if you're going to serve Almighty God. Uh, you got to know. Paul says, I know in whom I have believed, uh, and I'm persuaded uh, that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. Notice what Solomon says. When wisdom get into your heart and understanding is pleasant, discretion will keep you. Amen. But discretion is will preserve you from wrong. It'll protect you from wrong teachings. It'll protect you from people 
coming against you. Amen. It'll help you to be able to see what is going on. And Proverbs 8, Solomon says, I wisdom, amen, dwell with prudence, and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Amen. You've got to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, amen, to stay an overcomer of this world. You have God, little children. You've overcome them. For greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Praise God. They're of the world. They're going to talk like the world. They're going to act like the world. But not you. You've been born again. You know, you're an overcomer. So why are you struggling with the world? You're supposed to be so on fire for God because he's delivered you. He set you free. He's broke the chains. He's broke the bonds. The things that held you bound. Amen. If you think of the children of Israel where they're trying to get us to see here in 1 Corinthians 10, think about being in slavery for over 400 years, and then you get made free by Jesus Christ, and then you're going to keep doing wrong? That's kind of like being the, the prisoner that keeps going right back to jail every time he gets out, and then try to blame the system. You know, oh, they don't like me. Well, become an overcomer. You know, you've been set free. Don't get entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Change your old friends. Change the ways of life. Amen. Find something new. Get some discretion. It'll keep you. Amen. As uh, You've got to have some knowledge. You've got to have some understanding. That's like people keep going in debt over and over and over again. When is the light bulb going to go on? You know, and then they complain because they have to go to work, play debts. When, when is the light bulb coming on? Amen. Praise God. You've got to have knowledge, John says. They are of the world. And so they're going to listen to the world. You are of God. And they that know God hear us. He that is not of God hear not us. No we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Amen. Ain't it neat how they, they tell you how to define stuff? Amen. They ain't listen. They ain't of God. I, 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 you know, the third chapter, what do you say? If they ain't doing right, they don't love their brother or not of God. So, it, so it's, it's real easy to figure this stuff out. But it takes knowledge and understanding. You've got to get it into your psyche and in your memory bank so that you know how to live according to God's word. Amen. And not according to the ways of this world. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, John says. Because if you don't confess that Jesus has come in the flesh, you're not of God. It don't make that ain't hard to figure out. He says the spirit of the Antichrist is already here. He's been here a long time. 
And people are waiting for him. You can see, amen, he's already here. He's in people's lives. Amen. So we have got to have spiritual knowledge. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit uh, is saying to the church. Uh, Amen. For if our joy is going to be fulfilled, we've got to have knowledge uh, and we've got to hear. It's time, amen, to unstop the ears and start hearing what the Spirit is trying to say to the church. Amen. You can't keep going around, continue sinning, and expect to be an example of Jesus Christ. Sin will always reveal that God is not present in your life. Amen. So you have to realize that you've got to learn how to walk by in the Spirit, so that you do not fulfill the lust of your flesh. Amen. You've got to hear the voice of God, little children. You've overcome this world. So stand firm. Stand fast. That's why you should worship God. That's why you should pray to God. That's why you should read your Bible. That's why you should be dedicated and committed to the things of Almighty God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Uh, Amen. You should seek God's Word. Uh, You should seek God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Because when knowledge and wisdom and understanding is present in your life, the stress will keep you. Amen. And understanding will preserve you. You want to be preserved until the coming of the Lord? Amen. You don't want to lose your crown. You want to be preserved. And so in order to do that, you've got to have spiritual knowledge. Add to your faith. Virtue. Virtue. Knowledge. Knowledge. Temperance. Temperance. Patience. Patience. Godliness. Godliness. Brotherly kindness. And brotherly kindness. Charity. For these things be in you and abound. They make that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you know your dad this morning? Praise God. If you know your dad, you know that you are an overcomer in Jesus Christ. Amen. And you should be easily able to pick out the false doctrine, the false teachers, and the false prophets. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We're excited. Amen. Of what God is doing We're going to take a small break here, amen, and we're going to come back at 1030. Amen. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Amen. I pray that you guys are all doing well. Amen. Out there this morning. Amen. And so join back with us in about 15 minutes. Thank you, Jesus.